Hey guys, it's me, Casper. I have a really, really interesting episode ahead. And I got to speak with Jules and Marlon from Rantify with Jules. And it was awesome. We talked about some really important stuff from start to finish. So if you guys have a lot of time on your hands, or if you really want to get comfortable, go ahead and get comfortable and get ready to tune in. Good. I was listening to you guys' podcast again. You guys hit a lot of really um, important things, some really potent stuff going on. And I wanted to quote that movie Full Metal Jacket when the guy was getting ready to blast away the sergeant. And he goes, we're in a world of shit. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> what's happening. Private right. Kyle. <laughs> yeah. Well... It's true. Yeah, we are. <laughs> but, so, we're on air. Are we continuing with the discussion about the racism and prejudice? That's definitely one. Oh, wait, totally. What, what, what oh, yeah, we can touch on that, too. Because it yeah. seemed like you guys still had a lot to let off, and I wouldn't mind hearing more about it. <laughs> yeah, that's a hot topic. It really is. Yeah, it, I feel like it's a major topic that a lot of people... Are talking about especially with all the bands and stuff that's going on right now exactly. with the yes. and stuff. So yes. I felt I felt the need to just like express myself about it because like it is just so it's too much going on. So much. It's important to get this off your chest, you know, because everybody else is letting off steam. Why not? And there's a book I want to recommend to everybody to get. It's called The Boundaries of Her Body mm. by Danielle. Rollins. Is it on Amazon? Yep, it's a $30 textbook and it's about 789 pages long and mm. it's totally worth it. I read it in my um, during my college days mm. and it discusses all of the importance of Roe v. Wade that these guys with limp dick are trying to get rid of. Oh my god. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I feel that. Maybe I'll check it out because I am interested in reading stuff like that. Yes. I mean, it's good to know about stuff of your own body anyway. Right. So, I, it's just weird. Like, not weird, but it's disappointingly stressful. How can they want, how could someone want to put their hands on something that's existed long before they did? Thank you. Damn. That's yeah. some damn nerve. Yeah. That is some nerve, you know. Yeah, it's it's like it's kind of like they, you don't have a right to even do so. So why do it to begin with? Touching things they had no creation, no partake in. They were not instrumental in anything other than demolishing. And you know, they're these are a bunch of pretty useless old people doing things like this. They need to go to a retirement home. That's the thing, they're old too, so how, how would they know anything at this point? Like, everything, the times and stuff has changed, so they, it's just like, don't, don't do it. Why are you, why are you changing shit that doesn't 
have any regards to you. Right. Like, you're, why do you want to make decisions about someone's body that you don't even know how it functions? Can they even find a, a woman's G spot? That's probably why they <laughs> want to control it. They're very ineffective, inadequate people. That's all it is. They're inadequate. Women are naturally stronger than men. And if it weren't for women, their freaking raggedy asses wouldn't even be alive. Exactly. We rule the world. Not to say that, you know, all men are not anything, but it's just that specific group of men that do this kind of thing. There are women that contribute to this ridiculousness, too. There are some, some, I guess some women don't really understand what's really going on until it affects them Mm -hmm. at the last minute. And it it doesn't it takes a while to realize that for like people that are that have been on the Republican uh, sorry Republican side for a minute and like now that they realize what's going on it's just like whoa whoa wait a minute I really for y'all what are y'all doing so they're kind of they're kind of like in a bunch of uh, somewhat supporting but at the same time it's affecting them oh, well I hope they regret that decision to support something that's not for anyone but you know individual people you know any administration that's happening right now whatever the hell this is we got going on this shit show um it's not for anybody it's not for the american people it's for some old guy who's balding and's trying to hide it behind thin hairs <laughs> and his pocket linings i steamroll the hell out of this guy i mean this thing I mean, it, he's not even fucking decently human to even be called a he. So I, I, I mean, that's why I reevaluate. I said he. I mean, it's this thing. It. No, remove the personification immediately. I feel that. Totally. Um, I mean, that that conversation could go like way deep down because like it's a it's a lot with it, especially with everything banning and stuff, and it's mm-hmm. just like. It's actually happening here in Michigan as well. And, mm-hmm. and it's just like, they're actually considering this. Like, yeah, I what, heard it on the news yesterday. Like, what the fuck? What? You're, you're considering banning abortions and birth control and parent... What's it called? Like Planned Parenthood. parenthood. Yeah, Planned Parenthood. That's what I was trying to say. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. I heard that. I heard that yesterday. <laughs> They're trying to ban all this stuff, but like, what's your reason behind it? Like, if you don't have a good reason behind it, then leave it alone. People need shit like this. Shit happens to people. Like, you just don't accidentally get knocked up and just like, oh, I want an abortion. No, some shit happens to people. I know this is probably gonna go for the blunt turn, but at this point, I'm just a blunt person. People get raped. People get abused. Women get raped and abused. And, like, they don't want to keep the results of what happened. So they should have the right to choose if they want to keep that baby or not. Right. And you are definitely be able to make an informed choice of their own. Exactly. And the fact that they're taking taking away from us is just ridiculous. You have no idea what it's like for a woman to get hurt or like you know pregnant like it's a huge decision for her if she want to keep the baby or not and then not only that there's medical reasons behind why some people want abortions too they could fucking die by having kids 
but they don't put that into consideration they just do not care like they They, just want to take apart everything that's beneficial to people and and they call this place the land of the great like how are you great when you're taking away rights of women what's so great now yeah what's the what's their deal exactly by the way the woman who wrote that book the boundaries of her body she is an attorney at law and i mispronounced her first name it's deborah d b r a n roland like jk roland okay yep and it's a very good book i recommend everybody who is you know who's for the respect of women or a woman to have that book in their archive Say, I'll keep Somewhere. that. I might, I might save up some money. It's it. a good point of reference. Highly recommended. It. It's a big book. It's filled with resourceful information. And, you know, I recommend that anybody who's going after our rights needs to read that book and perhaps they can grow an inch of common sense, perhaps. Swear. Yeah, because this law that they have has none, no common sense at all. Yeah. Mm. It's ridiculous. It makes no type of sense. Um, as far as, girl, you know, young women going to these colleges that yeah. these things are implemented in, it's a very dangerous time. We're back in the medieval times, practically, as women and people of color. Um, it's ridiculous. But yeah, I actually can feel that because, like, it's like things have gone from being better to just being completely worse like what what's going on like why are you doing this to your your own people at that you're not taking away from another country even though that would be even more fucked up but you're doing this to your own country why yeah they couldn't give up a a more valid reason why they're doing something this ridiculous it's you know it's affecting everybody whether you're black or white disabled or not you know i'm i'm severely marginalized i'm a black woman and i'm disabled and i've experienced a lot of prejudice and i live in massachusetts so this is a very discreet state of racism um you know they're very low-key about it i could smell racism and prejudice from a mile away and I'm like, I have heard that Massachusetts Loki was like it still, is. Uh, it still is. Let you let you be someone, a black woman who speaks proper English. I won't say sounding white because not all white people speak proper English to begin with. Exactly. So I would associate it with someone who is educated and understands the proper way of using proper English let you be someone with proper English and you know you speak proper English and you call on the phone and they're nice to you because oh they assume you're a white person but when you go to meet with this person like in reality after a phone call they'll walk right past you oh they'll be like you're the person I was on the phone with yep and their whole attitude changes now keep that same exact energy you had on the phone Mm -hmm. (laughs) now that it's ridiculous. I'm about to say, it's just, it's just, it, it's like, can you even call this land America? Because we're not united at all. We're literally at war with each other. 
seriously everywhere you look it's everywhere um, but it's, it's like it's and then it's more than one reason of why we're at war with each other I'd say racism sexual orientation being a woman what the hell now abortions like it's just now it's like a never-ending war and it's just like what the fuck they have to find something to to nitpick about like just leave us alone and it's already other countries that are at war with us and we're at war with each other how does that work it's like a revolving door or like quicksand where everything just sinks down yeah. countries are sinking in on us and we're sinking in on e- on ourselves um, but meanwhile I've, oh, I've heard about this thing called dining and dashing oh yeah where- that's, let's say yeah that's that's the topic we were supposed to talk about <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry no I but just- it was totally cool I just woke up and I'm just like, what are we supposed to talk about again? <laughs> yeah. I mean, we can continue talking about abortions until it come back to mind, and it just did. Finding <laughs> dashing. I'm, I've heard about that. Like, how the hell do you get away with that? Yeah, I've heard of people that does that, especially. Well, I used to work at a restaurant called Townhouse back in Detroit, um, mm-hmm. and there was a case where two people decided they were going to dash out and they actually got away with it and that's because no one was actually paying attention the servers weren't paying attention nothing they just they, they just let them on through i'm just like i'm just like y'all need to be up i need to have y'all guard up at all times because detroit is known for a lot of people who can get away with a lot of things especially crimes oh yeah but speaking of detroit casper may be on that end of the planet really <laughs> be there to go see a musician ooh ooh <laughs> gonna go see Kim you know the R&B artist that sings some good ass music oh yeah, yeah. and I will not be dining and dashing cause I don't wanna get in trouble where am <laughs> I running to <laughs> I don't know anywhere <laughs> my reputation too good for that well since you're gonna be in the city I guess I can recommend you some like good places you could go to for mm-hmm. well downtown where Jules was talking about uh townhouse that's a good place that's a really I good think. place that's a, it's like a it's like their typical American food restaurant yeah but it's, it's like serves... a four star a four star restaurant but it serves like American food yeah which is awesome and sushi as well nice and then another place I would like to recommend like downtown is this place well, it's not downtown. It's pretty much everywhere all around Detroit. But, like, mm-hmm. Facebook's been talking about it a lot. Bucharest. Yep. Bucharest Grill. That. Yep. Oh, my God. I've heard about it. I have not had that. What? But there's. Sounds pretty good. And it's, it's plenty. It's a plethora of other restaurants in Detroit that, you know, like a very typical one. Since I know you're from Massachusetts or whatever, I'm pretty sure there's not a Coney Island there. So um, I've heard of it somewhere in Mass, like somewhere in the Boston area. It, yeah, it's it's, a- it's like a rarity, but like in Michigan, they're everywhere. Oh my gosh! Literally, 
They're everywhere. I know one place I'm gonna avoid after my experience in Minneapolis. I used to live there as well. Mm-hmm. Um, freaking White Castle Burger. <laughs> Am I the only oh. one with a problem with that place? Oh, man. <laughs> White Castle Burgers. They're so good, but they just mess with your digestive system. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad I'm not the only one who says this. No. I get a severe case of freaking mud butt. I swear. Oh, oh just... my gosh. That's a laxative in the form of food. <laughs> Literally. I, I, remember, I remember this one time where I went back home from college and like yeah. I, um, my dad bought home like a 30 case of White Castle for the family. So I'm just like, thank you. I haven't had White Castle in a long time. Oh, 30 God. minutes later, I'm like, I regret having White Castle in a long time. <laughs> Everybody was in the bathroom waiting. I'm just like, I gotta move. Get back. Get out of the bathroom. He's like, I'll go use the bathroom downstairs. I'm like, I don't want to. Sitting on the toilet. Basically. <laughs> but, yeah. It's, it, in my opinion, for Diner Dash, I kind of feel bad for the people that work there because sometimes it, it affects their, um, you know, their checking, their checks and shit like that. Like, yes. you know, some people run out and some people don't make a lot of money from restaurants. from restaurants. So for you to just dine and just eat the food that they took the time out to serve to you and not pay your recreations for it, it's just wrong. That's just wrong. I agree. I feel bad for that. But it's, it's kind of crazy because there was a group of five people in another state that dipped out of paying a $500 bill. Like, question, what are you eating for $500? That's what I want to that, that, That's the cure. What the hell is that? I are know. you eating a cure to all dis- like diseases or something? That's what I want to know. What restaurant you know? I'm about to say, if it's, if it's not a 10-star restaurant that can, offer one bite, make you full, then it's not worth it. What the hell? And me, of a person of a big ass appetite, saying that five hundred dollars worth of eating is—it's not worth it. It's way too. That's not even—that's more than a month's worth of groceries. Are you kidding me? Literally, you can pay like you can pay bills with that money. Instead, you take it to a restaurant. That's why. That's why I don't eat out. That's often when I get back home. Like when I go back home to Detroit, that's why I don't. I hardly eat out. I'm about to say I, I prefer some home cooking anyway. So. Yeah, I agree. What I like to do is I like to make ground turkey lasagna with peppers Ooh. and onions and cayenne pepper. Oh my! So my parents, good. my parents are Haitian, so I know how to like put together some good ass Haitian food. So. Mm. Yeah, I don't mess with the um, restaurants all the time, but if I have a chance to cook from home, best you already know what I'm about to do. Shit. I'm about to say, <laughs> if there's one thing I do miss, I miss my mother's three meat spaghetti. Really? Like, she she has, it's like a, it's kind of like a pizza spaghetti. Huh. It has pepperonis, Italian sausage, and another type of sauce <laughs> and it just have like a boatload of cheese in it and I'm a person that loves cheese like when I say I Especially love cheese, cheese I love cheese like you can mention any type of cheese to me and I'll be like what cheese ricotta like, cheese oh, that sounds so good <laughs> <laughs> 
but like she just put a lot of mozzarella and sharp cheddar in the spaghetti and bake it. It's just my mouth is watering right now. I am so sorry. <laughs> Let me stop talking about food before I become hungry. <laughs> like back to the diner dash whole topic. Those people should be persecuted. Hmm? Some people should be prosecuted like any other people. That's just, that's, to me, that's like crazy. That. that is, that's deep, that's stealing. Yeah. Yeah, that is technically stealing. Yeah, You're stealing you know. food for not paying. Well, not paying for it. That's <laughs> like going to the grocery store, grabbing a pack of chicken, and just running out with it. That's, that's, like, that's petty theft right there. That's, that's a misdemeanor right there. Yeah, like, instead of trying to bust out people for having drugs bust out people for stealing food yeah right that's a crime especially for, especially that's basically like stealing from people who don't got food at all exactly right like they cook the food for you to buy not for you to just take yeah dine and like, dash uh, a restaurant it's not a free not a food bank not a restaurant not a food bank <laughs> heck yeah then I heard the story about this these two women who went to a restaurant and I guess one was a stud and the other was a femme. You know, they do the whole labeling thing. Right. And so the stud was expected to pay for the restaurant and everything. And they went to this really high-end restaurant somewhere in Florida. And guess what this chick did? She licked all ten of her fingers, wiped her hands off, and walked away and left the other girl with the bill. Damn. Over a thousand dollars. Like, damn. Wow. That's crazy. That's horrible. That's bold. That is bold as hell. <laughs> That's <laughs> not funny, but it's bold as hell. Wow. She just she literally did the all ten fingers and, then got up and, and walked the fuck down. She's like, where are you going? To the bathroom. Never comes back. I swear. Horrible. Wow. She just walked straight out that door and didn't even say nothing. Just deuces. Wow. <laughs> I would, I'm not going to lie. I would be bad as hell if I was that yeah. Man. Like, just like, bro, you just left me here to pay this goddamn $200 bill? Forget that. I would forget that I would have tracked her location and just talked to her and just can't tell her back in person and have her arrested. That one moment. Um, <laughs> look, this person right here, she she's the one that stole from me, not me. I was, she said she was going to pay for me. So, that one moment. Well, somebody got to pay. You ain't, didn't you? <laughs> Hell yeah. You. It's crazy. That's fucked up. <laughs> oh, man. It's, I don't know. People who do that kind of crap, man, that's just, that's a bunch of bullshit. Like, it you're, you're a shithead for that. Your paycheck, our paychecks get cut because of that. Because of shit like that. Like, you want to come to a high-end restaurant that don't got the money for it, bro, just go to a grocery store and cook. That's all right? And if you don't know how to cook, go get McDonald's. <laughs> something or some damn Panera Bread or something. Something. Yeah, pay for it, at least. <laughs> I'm not going to say, go to uh, fucking Olive Garden. Shit, I don't know. I'm about that you can pay for. Something, exactly. Don't go to some super fancy ass restaurant. Knowing that you ain't got the money to pay for. And then leave your a fucking your partner there. Like that's that's wrong. That's wrong. That's as hell. nuts. That's that's fucking crazy. It's but, wrong as hell. Uh uh-uh. uh. No. I'm sorry. I wouldn't have been able to yeah, no. Somebody was gonna get arrested fucking with me. I'm sorry. Someone would have no. been 
been like, hey, this per this person was here too. Can you prosecute them too? <laughs> I ain't going to jail. Shit. Hell no. Hell no. I am not going to jail. Not today. Hell to the now. Nope. That really brought up a topic of stealing because a lot of people still do that until yeah. this very day. I mean, I remember this one movie that I did watch regarding the Diner Dash thing. It was mm-hmm. this movie. It was like a Detroit movie. So, like, people, a director from Detroit, and it, I think it only released in, like, Detroit, or if it released somewhere else, it's probably on YouTube. I forgot what it was called. But it was like these, it was like these three dudes, and they was trying to be on a come up, but they were, like, so unlucky. Mm. And, like, there was this one point in the movie where they were at a Coney Island. And, like, they, like, sat there and they ate their food, like, all of it. They ordered a lot of food. Coney Island is fairly cheap. But they ordered a lot of food. And then mm-hmm. they just ran out. And, like, the owner was chasing after him, but he, <laughs> he stopped. He's just <laughs> like, don't you ever come back to this Coney Island again. And I'm just like... <laughs> Yeah. I'm yeah. just like they came back to it anyway. That's the even uh, more fucked up part. But the thing is, have nerve to come back on top of that. The thing with that is they actually it was like around the time when they were already up or whatever when they had a lot of money. Cause for some reason Detroit people from Detroit pride themselves on materialistic things and it's annoying. But they were finally on the come up and like they kind of just threw the money at the owner's face, like here. Like damn, okay. Wow. You wait that until is maybe so exactly. You wait until like two months later after you done started selling drugs and stuff to pay the owner back. Like really? Exactly. That's crazy. Hell no. I'm trying to remember what this movie was called. It was. No, I'm trying. I'm curious about this. I'm about to get on YouTube later on to be like, I'm not. Uh, I'm movies to... made in Detroit or something. I know it. It features like a whole bunch of famous. Detroit people like on the radio and stuff. I know one of them, one of the people that featured in the movie. Uh, have you ever watched this show called Flavor of Love? Yep. Uh, the girl Delicious. Mm-hmm. She she's in that movie. Interesting. So I forgot what this movie was called. It, it's some. It's it got a ghetto title to it and all. It's kind of funny, but <laughs> it kind of gives you like how the life of a regular Detroiter be until, like, <laughs> get drugs or something like that. Wow. Yep. So, it's a, it's, like I said, it's a fairly good movie. But I forgot what it's called. Ugh. That's pretty it, nuts. It'll come to my mind. If it, if it comes back to my mind after, like, the thing is over, I'll, I'll force Jules to email you. <laughs> cool. I'll, I'll email you. No problem. Awesome. Awesome. That would be cool because now I'm just like hmm, trying to figure out. Meanwhile, here in Boston, if you go to the North End and you got some shit with people, all of a sudden you hear a bullet come through a glass window oh, wherever you're God. sitting. People just be getting shot out of nowhere. Like, what the fuck? Oh, Damn. Shit. That sounds exactly that- like Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> Boston is not too That's- far from like, no, they're in it too. Oh. It's crazy stuff that be happening, you know? Life is crazy as fuck, man. And it is. It is. 
let's say, swear one moment you'll be peacefully eating a burger, the next moment you'll be running for your fucking life, and you just wonder how to get under a table talking about, oh shit, basically, run, run, <laughs> 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 oh my god, somebody shoot, run, uh, oh man, let's say, but yeah, all terms of topic is stealing, it's just, for some people, it's understandable why they do what they did, but at the same time, there are other ways to go about getting what you need without having to take from others. Exactly. You're inconveniencing others for your own personal gain. Exactly. And it, 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 make, it kind of makes me feel bad for people that still to help out their family because, like, it's just, like, you could have, like... Instead of, like, trying to get directly to the results regarding, like, I don't know how many other episodes at this point. (laughs) Instead of, like, getting straight to the results, you have to work hard to get it. Yeah, your family gonna be struggling for a little bit. But in the end, it's worth it if you work hard for what you need. I agree. But instead, like, you decide to, like, steal from other people that worked hard to get to where they are. Yeah. And, like, now they gotta start all over while you got their shit, and now you don't want their shit, and it's just, what was your point? No, it was your point of even doing it in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. You should have went around the other way that you eventually got to before taking anybody else's... I don't know. In my opinion, if, when it comes to, like, like people stealing shit if you don't have a decent reason to steal something which I'm not saying you need a decent reason to steal something because stealing is bad Bad, it is but if you're not doing it to help out your family or somebody else then why the fuck are you doing it for yourself when you can just work hard to go get it like I I have an understanding but a somewhat Agreement. Vendetta against these. Because, like, it was this one time back in high school, and, like, I just got my first phone. Normally, people get all their phones and shit maybe when they're in middle school, but my, my parents, they weren't too friendly to me. So, I didn't get my first phone until I got in, like, 10th grade. Mm-hmm. And, like, I was really happy. I had the phone for like maybe a month or so until like one day I was going for lunch and I think I I think I left it in the classroom. It had this big ass pink bright case on it too. So everybody knew it was my phone. Cause they're like, damn Aaron, I like your phone. Thank you, girl, and stuff like that. So come to f- like when I came back for lunch, I was wondering where the fuck was my phone at because I thought I had it on me. Somebody stole my shit. Wow. That's nuts. That's crazy. Like, do you know how hard it took for me to beg my parents to give me this just to find out that somebody stole it? What would that make me look like? Irresponsible as hell because I, I left my shit there for somebody else to take. But at the same time, I thought I had it with me. Right. So, it go. I'm still trying to figure out where the fuck my phone is. Like, I'm panicking. I'm 
break down crying and shit. And because it, it was my first phone, and yeah, it's understandable. I already worked hard enough. Totally understandable. I worked hard enough to beg my parents to give me this phone right. just for somebody else to steal it. That'd be crazy. I, I'd be flipping over chairs. I'd be cussing people out until I actually got it back in my possession. Exactly. <laughs> but, like I said, I thought I lost it at first, but turns out somebody stole it. And I knew exactly who did it, too, because everybody knows that this nigga st- that, sorry, this nigga stole from people in general. Oh, that sucks. You gotta, yeah, I can't be around people that's constantly stealing. You gotta keep watching stuff. Exactly. Exactly. And like, once I found out that it was him, he was sitting there trying to play dumb and shit. Like, I didn't take your phone. What is he talking about? I'm like, bro, I know you took it. People seen you take it. I don't know why they didn't like get it back, but people seen you take my shit, bro. You not, you not sliding off this easy. Like, give me my phone back. He's like, I don't have your phone. So, what of his did you steal? I didn't. I didn't steal anything. I, I, I decided to be a good Samaritan. Did you get your phone back at least? I hope. No. Wow. What the hell? That's nice. But say one of one of my friends, however, beat his ass. So <laughs> good. Karma. Karma. Fast back in karma. I got. I got a new phone though. A better one. Worked in recovery after all. Somewhat. Yeah. Even though I still miss that phone, to be precise. Because it was my first phone, and I was all happy and stuff, and then I became sad. You know? You think phones was as petty? You know what was petty? People still have homework assignments back in my old high school. Oh. People still Feeling have homework. 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 Yes, homework assignments. What the hell? Okay. That that's happened to me too, but I'm gonna let you go. It, it goes all the <laughs> way back to ninth grade. Ninth grade, I didn't get along with anybody because I was all because I was always focused in my academics or whatnot. So no one talked to me throughout the whole first year. That second year, everybody talked to me, and you want to know what the reason was? Because I was always in my academics and I always got good grades. So these people come up to me and be like, "Hey, Julian," I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "Like, what you want, bro?" And then next thing, next thing you know, the next week or so, we had a massive homework assignment. It was about it was about a three, four page paper. Got stolen out of my book bag. Oh hell no! You fucking kidding me? Had to, had to retype the whole thing. But here's but here's the thing though. I got as soon as the paper that as soon as the paper that was due was you know was actually due. The teacher, little did they know, had a plagiarism checker. Uh-huh. And I was able to, and I was able to get that paper back. The guy got suspended for academic misconduct <laughs> for for two weeks. So everyone thought that I had cheated off the guy who had stole my paper in the what first the place. Fuck? I'm like, no, this is my actual words. If you look, that's my handwriting. Those are my words. I'm about to say that's my name on it. That's erased and scratched and white out. Yeah, you think that's lame, stupid. Like you would think that you would have just rewrote the whole thing on a whole piece of on a whole sheet another piece of paper so you wouldn't get caught but no you erased my name put your name on top of it with my handwriting 
Like the teachers did not know that. Teachers aren't stupid. That's stupid, you know. Yeah, and that's that was kind of when high school people thought that t- these students thought that these teachers were stupid. hella stupid. Like no, they what? got resources and tools to prevent you from cheating, and they and get mad at me when I call them out. That's fucking yeah. lousy. Your own fault. <laughs> That whole, after that whole predicament, he's, I, I told him, you better stay out of my life for the remainder of the three years you're in here. Because the moment you cross paths with me, it's not going to be a pretty picture. And he stayed away from me that whole entire three years. And I still don't talk to him. I mean, shit. He stole your shit. So, of course, he's about to get the hands. He got suspended already. So, if he came back, like, bro, he's about to... I, you about to fucking get I hit. Gotta, I, I, I told him, is this how, you, is this how you're going to cheat your way through life? By stealing by other stealing, people's shit? Like, stealing, never earning your own thing. Just being lousy and useless. Being lazy and stuff. Like, like is that how you're really going to live when you get to the college life? Which, you never went to college anyway. Well, so, it worked It worked out good for me because if the college is a whole different ballgame once you cheat here. Yeah, once it's you even cheat. worse. Yeah, Once you cheat, you get damn near arrested. Shit. Yeah. Like on the uh, SAT and the ACT, you cheat, boom, you were arrested. Mm-hmm. That's it. But yeah, low key, the same, the same shit happened to me too. But it was a different story. I didn't know somebody still stole it until my homework. Until like the teacher was like, "Eric, you didn't turn in your assignment." I'm like, "What? Yes, I did. You see me turn it in? You like?" I don't have your assignment. I'm like, it it was in there. I turned it in. You see me turn it in. Like, let's say he pretty much in in the end, he gave me like the A. I never found out who took my shit. But a lot of it, it was like a class where a lot of people like wasn't doing so well yeah. anyway. Uh, except for me. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's a toxic environment. Ew. Toxic. Ooh. And this is like you know, you didn't turn your assignment in. This was like a big assignment. Why didn't you turn it in? I'm like, you seen me turn it in. I literally showed you my stuff. He was like, good job. And I'm like, okay, thank you. And then, like, maybe three days later, you say I'm not turning it in. Like, I just turned it in. What are you talking about? And you remember. Okay. It's just like, something's up. <laughs> and yeah, something's not, like... something not right. Like, where the fuck is my shit at? He gave me, he basically kind of let me slide. And like, you know. He better like he's all you trying to do. Exactly. Like they, he basically he gave me an A on it because he seen it read over my stuff and he's just like, I thought you turned it in. What happened? I was just like, I did turn it in. Yeah. Did say somebody somebody did get suspended, but I forgot for what. Probably not. I don't know. Well, yeah, that's karma, I guess, if it's related to that. Stealing is bad, guys. Don't steal. Don't dine and dash. Don't steal nobody's homework. Keep your fucking hands out of people's book bags. No. And you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Work hard to get what you want, and you will you will see results if you work hard. Agreed. You know what? That should be my words of wisdom for the uh, next episode. Yeah, which is <laughs> stop stealing. By the way, I'm gonna email you the audio file. I hope it's not too large to send because it's like nearly almost 40 minute long. I oh, see. Shit. <laughs> You've been talking yeah. for 30 minutes. Hey, that's, that's a good one. Swear to God. Time flies when you rant. Swear to God. <laughs> we'd be here ranting for hours. We are Seriously. Ranting without the audio. 
So I have a question for you guys. Sure. Do you see yourselves ever having the experience of filing legislation in the state of Michigan? Hmm. Filing legislation. About any anything that you feel deserves to be protected or, you know, somehow, you know, just flat out protected. And I'll tell you why I asked that question after. Hmm. Well... I, I kind of see myself doing it. I do too, especially since with everything that's going on now. Especially. Like, I most definitely see myself doing it now because, like, yeah, our voices need to be heard. And over the past years, it feels like the, our voices in particular are not isn't heard. heard at all. Agreed. And I'll tell you why I asked that question. Because. Two years ago, I filed some legislation in Massachusetts, Mm -hmm. and it was getting a lot of traction, and it Mm -hmm. still is. It's in the process of being studied, and they're preparing to do a new hearing. I had my first hearing two years ago at the State House, and it created a lot of traction. It was about um, increased sensitivity training for mostly, you know, people with disabilities and other situations when you are traveling via airport and stuff like that, when you travel with really expensive equipment, um, sometimes your shit gets broken and you need someone to be held accountable for it because it happened because of the airport security. Right. Right. Uh, I have a lot of haters. You know how Massachusetts can be prejudiced. If you're not white, then we're not. We, you, they're not going to They're not gonna back it. Report. But if you're black like me and you're a woman and you got a voice on you, then it's going to be harder. Well, I took to social media and I invited people to the hearing. And because of Facebook, people actually showed up. And the look on those people's faces in their voice when they found out that me, you know, I won't say my real name, Casper. With an H. (laughs) With an H. Is black. (laughs) then their whole like demeanor change like oh I guess we tried to do something like this years ago well I was like this is not years ago this is now now this we is the present again. yes we're in, we're not in the past we're in the present let's let's do this let's get it going and it made its way into the state house news and it ended up in some articles a couple of state representatives and their legislative aide got on their man period over it. <laughs> they got angry because me, little old me, was actually making shit happen single-handedly. So, for those of you out there who are doing these kind of things, um, don't let somebody with an ugly suit scare you off from using your voice. Do it. What's the worst that can happen? they could make it take longer to process oh well dig your heels in and stick to it right (laughs) Eh, I feel that let's say like the smallest the smallest voices can like go a long way like yeah you might be one person but one person can do a lot a lot definitely a lot and the ability to influence people like that without even being famous or anything mm-hmm. is that much more prominent. Yeah, it is. Let's see. Voices could go a long way. It definitely can. 
So, give me one second. I have to run to the bathroom. I didn't realize how bad I have to pee. <laughs> I'll be back in like three minutes. Talk about okay. We'll see you in a minute. Man, I, but I do see myself like going through legislation because there's a lot of things that needs to change, especially with the education part mm-hmm. of it. Because I'm, because I'm a journalism major, and I feel like my voice will actually make an impact on society because I'm actually going to report on the, all the things that should be reported on. Like, I don't know what kind of journalism I'm going to go into, but um, I do have an idea on being, like, a reporter um, for, like, a sports station or a news station or just being one of those investigative journalism types. Oh, like, cat, like finding the tea. So you got some tea to spill for people. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's, that's kind of what I want to do. I was originally electrical engineering at first. Mm-hmm. But I found out after the first year, I was like, yeah, this is something I probably don't see myself doing. I probably get myself recessed from college trying to stay in it. So I had to take drastic measures. I had to say, well, what's my, what's the second, you know, thing that I'm good at that most people say that I'm good at, but probably didn't listen to them. <laughs> <laughs> so I went to journalism and journalism works out just great. I'm doing great in all my journalism classes and I'm doing a pretty good job awesome that's fantastic so with my journalism skills i probably will petition for legislation and all of that because there's some stuff in college that needs to be done and some some things that still needs to be corrected and it's still not finished <laughs> like if you heard of the larry nasser case no what happened Oh my goodness. Uh, this is probably the biggest case that rocked our university, probably in the history of it being here. So Larry Nasser was a was a gymnast for the Michigan State's gymnastics team. Mm-hmm. He was a doctor. So last year, some uh, victims had came by and said he sexually sexually harassed me or he assaulted me, you know, things of that nature. So about 117 victims came up saying that Larry Nasser actually okay, assaulted them. <laughs> I'm just telling you that, that Larry Nasser case. Oh, God. Okay, like, so it, 140, sorry to cut you off, but 100, how many people? About 150? It was like 157. Yeah, about 157 victims. 157 people, so you, it, wow, that's a lot. That is a lot. It is. Over what time? Like, how many years? Probably uh, over the course so of, like, three, four years. Uh, okay, that was more that, than that. More than that. That's crazy. It was, like, ten years, actually. Ten, ten it, years. He said, that, like, in the news, they said it started at, like, 1990-something. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, he'd been touching girls and shit since the 1990s. Man, that's... So, push come to shove, he finally got prosecuted for all of his wrongdoing. He got sentenced to about 200 years yeah, in prison. I don't know who. 100? He's gonna be... They're gonna just throw his bones and stuff out once they release him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's how bad it was. Like, And then, not only that, the our president of the school 
she didn't say anything about it either. That's that raises suspicion. Yeah, that, it a does. lot of it. So she just she left like what maybe like a year ago. Yeah, she left. She resigned and then because like everybody was on her, like giving hot fire for her not saying anything. Yeah, protest. I would too. Like you're a woman. How you and you're just letting this. And you're just letting this this happen like it's a normal thing. Like that's that's highly unacceptable. Um, but I will email you the video that talks about all of this. It's like it's called Vocal Point. It's like a YouTube channel where uh, Michigan State journalism students do their own newscasts. And there's yeah. one specifically on this issue that I'm seeing the link to once we get finished. And it actually was crazy because it just lets you go to show that people sometimes won't break their silence at all. They'll just wait. Until like the right moment. Yeah. I'm I don't know okay. how many examples I could give with that. Like the whole Bill Cosby situation. Like oh yeah. Nobody broke their silence until he was like damn near dead. I had an experience two years ago. I did not let much time go by. I spoke out immediately. I, I mean it's the best thing to do. Like I understand it happens to you and everybody takes trauma traumatization I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right traumatization differently some people don't like to speak out at all some people speak out right away and it's just it's levels of it but if you know that somebody did it I think it in my opinion it's it's never happened to me before so I'm not one to speak on it but if it'd be best to like speak out on it so that person can't hurt anybody else agree but this whole situation is just ever since that whole situation happened, we've just been swapping presidents like ninety going north. Like right now, we have an acting president. Uh, oh yeah. Like we had John Ingle at first, and then was, he resigned. I'm like, wasn't he like a douchebag or something like that? Some, something like that. So that's probably that's why he resigned within like weeks of getting in. in. He was crazy. Like we. Michigan State does not have a president at all. Yeah, we have a so we have a quote unquote acting president, but we need an actual leader. Yeah, like somebody that can take this school and turn it around because right now our tuition is high and our desperation is high too. It's way high. You know what? That looks like someone is dipping into the pockets of the school and they're lining up their pockets. Yeah. The distraction is consistent switch ups of acting presidents. I've seen it happen. And what it left that, where it left that institution at, was it was no longer unisex college. It became actually instead of a single sex college, it became coed, and extremely low in population. After they finished leaving that school, financially depleted. Wow. I mean, that's where it's going. Like right now, tuition raised to like it was like twenty something. Yeah, like twenty five thousand when we first got in. It's like twenty nine thousand. Yeah. Oh, because hurry. like majority of our money, like they say like majority of our money is that we put in to pay for our education is going towards this whole Larry Nassar situation. To like the victims. To the victims. Like I understand they need their reparations, but what about the rest of the What students? about everybody else that this shit didn't happen to? Yeah. Like, it's okay. Like, I, I understand. I'm glad my money's going towards a good cause. But at the same time, I need my money. 
like y'all playing with y'all playing with not only my money but everybody else's money like how do you not have enough money to pay these victims to the point where you have to go in students tuition and give them their money like that's fucked up it is there should be some sort of like something they have to have an account that they can go into for these kind of damages without affecting the students that are currently in in place it is and it's like they're now it's kind of like they're forcing us to pay more to get our education because they couldn't handle what happened and it's bullshit because like i didn't pay my money just for some of it to go towards a cause that y'all could have prevented years ago way long ago like that it's not fair to me as a student yeah and a lot of people don't express these kind of concerns anymore they don't i mean yeah they still do but they don't it's hardly go who's gonna actually have the guts to actually say i really should not go you know to this cause and when it should have been prevented years ago who's gonna have the who's gonna have the courage to do that i'm becoming even more broke me (laughs) i would do it literally like because it's 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 not fair to me because like I do have empathy for the victims, but at the same time, the victims are taking my money. I'm not trying to sound selfish, but it's like, how am I supposed to feel when the money that I put into going into going to school is not going towards going to school, it's going towards another cause? Like, I don't want to feel like a selfish person because like, Oh, my money's going towards the rape victims. They don't deserve that money because they do. But there should be another like there should be like another another way, another way, another like, way to fund them. Yeah, without taking money from us. Like maybe talk to the government. True. Hold the fucking fundraiser. Shit. Yeah, a GoFundMe. Go you know, something shit. You know, you're just taking away you're taking money away from the people, especially the most needy students. Exactly like here. We're one of those, we're those students because, like, I ain't got no money to pay for college. I'm up here on, I'm up here based on scholarships and grants and loans. If I didn't have that, I wouldn't even be in college at this point because, like, I don't got no money, I ain't got the money for it. I barely got any money to survive on my own. So how the hell am I going to pay a college tuition? through scholarships and loans and those scholarships and loans that I get should go towards the school and not the school and their fucking situations that they couldn't handle yeah agree and it's a it's a it's a lot because like it's just like like I said those those victims do deserve that money yeah but they do we deserve something too because they're taking away from us. Right. Something gotta give. That's yeah. how I feel. Th- this I that. still goes on right now. It still affects us to this very day. Exactly. Like, yeah, it might be over said and done with, but it's still going on at the same time. Yeah, like, there's still people trying to get money for this. You know, it's just still it's still going on my saying it didn't help with the whole government shutdown either nobody could get anything yeah nothing last of because our president now wants to be a fucking crybaby over a wall 
a fucking wall. Like, come on, like, are you, like, seriously? There are bigger things at hand that's going on. You worry about the Mexicans. You worried about the wrong thing right now, sir. You should be worried about people killing people in your country. Why? You know. Who the fuck made this guy president? Why did the dumb people vote? I understand Hillary Clinton was also a bad choice, but she was a better choice than this fool. Well, his supporters are the idiots that are now realizing and they're regretting it. And I'm glad that they're regretting to choose him. I'm about to say, this whole time, I'm voting for I'm not voting because I was too young to vote at the time, but my hopes was on Bernie Sanders at this point. But, no, she had to get kicked out the race. Everybody was trying to get the first female president, but she ain't shit either, so... <laughs> what the fuck? Man... But she didn't have intentions of creating a wall and it's a disaster it's a hot ass mess once you started hearing these actors and actresses want, wanting to run for president it had no valor no. that kind of job has absolutely no valor it doesn't it just, it just it's, it's now trash. Like, America is now a joke like I wish I not, not really but around the time where America was coming up and great and there was actually people that were honest and like they knew what the fuck they were doing by like leading this country to greatness now it's just falling apart like cold badly like when I mean by falling apart it's just like I'm still trying to figure out how the fuck is America in debt with our own money like that doesn't make sense to me sure don't like, how are you in debt, like, $3 billion? You're in debt of your own money, $3 billion. How? That's a good question. You, America makes the money, but we're in debt. I Make it make sense, because I don't know. I don't know at this point. And it's just like, we're broke, and the American dollar is losing value, and, but... You're too worried about building a wall and not fixing what the fuck is going on in America. You worried about the wrong thing right now. And as I said, like maybe last episode, like we there's no leader because not only did like Martin Luther King Jr. Malcolm X they let just black people, they inspired some white people too. Yeah, and like, they sure did. Like, they inspired us to do better as a people. Now, there's no sort of leader or nothing because, like, it's just like we're just being led to shit. Like, everybody's so focused on the wrong shit that they're just doing other shit behind our backs. And, like, for example, I guarantee a lot of people was mainly focused on what the fuck Kim Kardashian was wearing at the Met Gala, but they wasn't focused on the abortion bans until it actually happened. Like, you give a shit about Kim Kardashian, but you don't give a shit about your own body. And what I don't give a damn about no celebrities, that's one thing. <laughs> I pay attention to all the crazy things that happens personally, mm-hmm. then I go and I talk about it with my friends. And I mean, I get out here just like how I'm doing with y'all. But yes, you're right. People need to reevaluate what they're looking at. Yeah, I mean, 
I understand some people need some sort of gossip tea to gossip to other people. But in my opinion, I don't, I don't do, I personally don't do that shit. Like, I don't really give a shit about what the next celebrity is doing. Like, if they're not helping the black community, then I don't care. Like, I can sit here and write a book about how much I don't give a shit about celebrities. But I'm pretty sure nobody will want to hear because they'd be like, but what about this person? They did this and did that. Like, I don't care. If they're if they're not putting money in my hand, then what the fuck Who is Who gives a fuck about them? Exactly. Like, yeah, <laughs> I do listen to music. I do. And I'm, I will talk about some music artists to people, like how I did in maybe two episodes ago. But... <laughs> It's not to a point where they're like about my life. Like, I'm not about to sit here and be like one of example one of the artists that I listen to. Oh my God, did you guys hear about what Ari Lennox did? Or oh my God, did y'all hear about what Childish Gambino did? He slept with a white woman. He shouldn't have been doing that. I remember when that was a topic. He married like white women. All the black girls was jealous. Like you. Yeah, get mad because all you wanted was a fucking hood nigga that will give you fucking drugs and ruin your fucking life instead of an awkward ass nigga that could potentially make you money. Exactly. True. I'm about to say, y'all worried about the wrong things, Dobbs. Like, yeah, he's married to a white woman, but whose fault is that? Y'all. Y'all can't get mad at the man because, one, he probably don't have a better taste in women. Everybody has their preferences. So I'm not gonna sit here and be mad at a black man for date one to date a white woman. He probably had a preference for it. And I know I just sat here and ran it a lot, but I don't care. (laughs) (laughs) It's just because things like this is annoying because like, Y'all worried about what Cardi B and Nicki Minaj doing, and y'all not worried about what the fuck is going on in the government and shit, and it could potentially ruin you and your future. Like, you sitting here worrying about them, like, you could potentially not have fucking food steps and all that shit and Planned Parenthood. Like, all that shit could go away, but you worried about the wrong thing. Alright, I'm done with my... I'm somewhat done with my rent now. (laughs) (laughs) That right there is a wake-up call for them that they need to redirect where they pay attention. Yes, musicians. I don't rant and rave about musicians anymore. That was such a middle school thing back then. Man. And I listen to my jazz music. I recommend you guys listen to somebody by the name of Blake Aaron. He is a guitar prodigy. He's Mm. incredible. Oh, I gotta listen to it. I'll probably get to listen because I, I am a person of jazz music. I'll send Jules a link to Blake Aaron mm-hmm. and his really nice song called Drive. And yeah, some good music. There's no lyrics, it's just all guitar and saxophone. It's fucking amazing. Oh, those oh, are the best. Those are the best. <laughs> There's this one artist that I listen to. Like, he, he's kind of like a contribution to some of the music that's on our YouTube channel, too. Uh-huh. And his name is Early. It's, like, spelled E-H-R-L-I-N-G. And, like, he's just a saxophonist, and I just love... Blown away. I just love his music, because it's, like, it's really good study music. Like, I love studying to jazz music. If I'm not studying to jazz music, then I'm not studying at all. <laughs> I'm, I'm so serious. Like, I have a whole playlist of his music. It's just straight up saxophone. 
like all you hear is him just like duh, 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 duh. <laughs> like I just I love saxophone a lot like that's one of my favorite instruments and I want to learn it too that the guitar and the piano well, I used to play the electric guitar and the only thing I would just be playing would be like instrumentals like Carlos Santana oh, and cool. a little bit of heavy metal I mean, everybody has those stages. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lord knows my mom did. Oh my God. <laughs> funny, funny, but not so funny story. <laughs> so I remember back when I was younger, my mom, like, she would, some like, like, because at the time, her and my dad would split apart. And she needed some sort of relief. So I don't blame her. She would drink and listen to, like, heavy metal music, like, while oh. I'm trying to go to sleep. So I'm just like, Wow. I was like maybe five or six at the time, so Man. she would just listen to straight up heavy metal music and I'm just like, okay. Okay. <laughs> My mom, you'll just hear her screaming at the top of her um, lungs. I, I can never pronounce this lady's name right. Uh Evanesis. Evanescence? Yes, <laughs> Evanescence. She would just scream at the top of her lungs. Her song lyrics like she'd be like you never call me when you're wow. so good I'm just like mom go to sleep oh my goodness about to say that's funny it is just like she would listen to that song mainly because like her and my dad was split, split apart at the time so imagine hearing that song every other night <laughs> With your mother screaming it at the top of your lungs. Oh man! At least it, at least it wasn't disturbed. Yeah. Down with the no. sickness. No, about to say at least it, it, it was some music like that. It was just like I don't remember exactly. I was five, but that's the one thing I mainly remember. That's how she started her night off. Man. And then like my dad, like maybe years later, my dad he befriended like some some people that he worked with they were white and they listened to nothing but heavy like heavy metal music Mm -hmm. so maybe that's why I know how much about yeah (laughs) (laughs) like when it comes to music I can sit here and talk about music all the time all day like like rant and rave about it like what because I grew up in a family that appreciated music a lot every type of music including country even though I'm not really a big fan of country, but there were times when we listened to some country music. And like, we it just made me appreciate music more. You know? Alright, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> I know most of this is probably me just ranting about everything. Study music for me was Maxwell, old school Maxwell. Oh, <laughs> Maxwell and a little bit of Sade and some like deep reggae music. Uh, Dennis yeah. Brown, Peter Tosh, you know, I, Isaacs, Eric like, Badu. In high school, I actually started gaining like a huge interest for reggae music or music that sounds similar to reggae music. Mm-hmm. Like I had to do a, I had to do a project on. Like, <laughs> what's their? It was a group. I forgot what they were called. It was like a really old school group, and they made like reggae music. 
Marley was in it. Bob Marley was in it in the group at the time. The Whalers? Yes, them. Yep. I had to do a project on them. I'm not gonna lie to you, I didn't forget the whole project because like I, I just woke up but <laughs> and I forget everything when I woke wake up, so but I know I did a project on them and like it I basically had to dig deep back in where like, you know, where reggae became popular. It was one of the reasons why. Right. Cool. Cool, cool. See, my high school, they they did mainly focus on they mainly focused on like black historians and shit like that. Especially my music class. <laughs> That's a good thing, because some people at school, like where I grew up, they kind of kept all the like stuff about black history hidden and you didn't learn about it till you went to college and took some african-american literature courses and whatnot oh wow wow so you Massachusetts for you so you mainly knew about like most of the white musicians and stuff like that but like Mm. none of the black i had no regard for their musicians i never paid attention to theirs i wanted the black musicians and stuff so anything I learned about, I found out on my own, and I completely disregarded what they wanted to teach me. Because I knew it was brainwashing and whitewashing. Basically. And that's another topic for another episode. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but back, back when I was in high school, like, my music teacher, he was really strong against that, and I greatly appreciate him for teaching us. Like, but the way that he taught us, like, he was just like, he kind of was just like, man, in his own words, not mine, man, fuck this shit. <laughs> Look, y'all know about all the fucking white presidents, but y'all don't know a damn thing about the black seven black presidents that came before George Washington. See, yeah. this is exactly what happened when you just learn about, like, the typical learn. Like, y'all need to learn something about your own culture. Y'all know too much about white culture. And I'm just like, well, sir, teach me something that I didn't know. Yeah. And he was just like, well, to start it off, Thomas Jefferson was a rapist. So I'm like, oh, well, damn, okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> you got what you were looking for, for starters. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, it was, he was literally a black history teacher, a music teacher, a science teacher, and a math teacher, and English in the music class. Like, wow. we, we will literally learn, like, black history and it wasn't even black history month like it'd be like december november he just sit here and talk like have this whole conversation about duke ellington mm-hmm. nice artist by the way hmm? nice artist by the way and like it made me appreciate him as a teacher because like he's mainly focused on teaching us what we need to know Right. And I'm kind of sad that he left, but he left the same year that I did, so... It worked out. Because a lot of people could benefit from his logic of, like, you know, his logic in general. Mm-hmm. I know I did, for sure. Yes, that means, you know, the other students wouldn't get a chance to get some of what you got in lessons in another book. Exactly. Is- thing is the book the thing wasn't book based at all the whole class like 
he will only teach us black history when he gets pissed off at the class. And that was majority of the time because everybody continuously tested his gangster. <laughs> Not gonna lie to you, he, he was he was a gangster teacher. Like as soon as he'd be like, Alright class, settle down, settle down second time. I said settle down third time. Look here, you motherfucking Negroes like Okay. Wow. <laughs> like, okay. Okay. About to say, instead of fucking walling around like y'all some dumbasses, how about y'all sit the fuck down and listen for once? You could probably learn something. Man, I thought every teacher was like that. That because... one moment, me. Yes. I wasn't one of the wild students. I was one of the people that sat back and actually wanted to learn because I knew he was going to teach some valuable ass shit. Exactly. Especially when he's angry. <laughs> that's the it, best teaching moments I guess yeah it's it's kind of sad though like a teacher has to teach his his own type of children because he was a black teacher he has to teach his own type of children when he's angry and like they don't have any common sense a lot of people back in high school like they was just like dang Mr. Stewart gone kind of miss him like he was a really good teacher like yeah, that's because y'all pissed him off and tried to fight him. Yes, people tried to fight him too. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, trying to fight your educator. Like people would square up with him, and he would square up back, and he didn't lose his job either. Now that's now that's gangster. Kudos, kudos to the instructor. Man. I'm about to say I I greatly appreciate him. Yeah. He's like one of the teachers that I hold dearly to my heart. Mm-hmm. Because of the impact that he did. <laughs> wow, we've been right. We've been on here for 72 minutes. I know. That's a record. <laughs> that is Man, a record. Swear. The most we do was pretty the most we do was probably 40 the, minutes. 40 minutes. We've been on the we've been ranting for 120 minutes. 72 hours. 72 minutes. 72 hours. Just imagine sitting here <laughs> ranting <laughs> to one another for 72 hours about Indian and everything. That'd be the longest podcast. It cut into several miniature episodes. Man. Man. Several? I can actually like, part one, yeah. part two, part three. <laughs> I'm a, that, that, that's a lot there. And 72 hours. That's like literally 10 to 20 episodes. And yeah, probably Damn. more than that if you're lucky. Exactly. Well, I guess shall we end it here? Or do you got Yes. Totally. <laughs> well, um, well, a question that I would have to say is how do you feel about the whole podcast in general? Well, podcasting, this is my first time ever even doing something like this for more than a year. Hmm. Um, I'm just doing it to have fun and, you know, exchange perspectives with people. And you can respectfully agree or disagree with people. And that's one of the other things about podcasting. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, just have fun with it. Somehow it became lucrative. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's an extra perk of that. That's nice. Yeah, and it's nice that Anchor, that this app is available, so you can just easily just distribute it everywhere instead of trying to go to each individual place to try to distribute your podcast. I like that's why I like this app. That's why I continue to use it. Nice. 
but this awesome. would be a large audio file so <laughs> i would suggest using google drive when you do use email just submit it in the google drive and make sure that i have like rights to download it okay cool that'll work just fine it works with any file as long as it's in google drive form <laughs> cool but yeah say i know one thing i did I did get a lot of frustration out somewhat about what I read. That's why I kind of joined along with Jules. It's just like, you know, let me let me hop on as your co-host. And he's just like, okay, the more the merrier. More the better. Yeah. Because when there's not a day when no one rains and rave about it. <laughs> That's actually the new tagline at the end of every episode now. When is there ever not a day where you don't rant? And rave. <laughs> rave. True. So I guess we'll, this will be the end for oh. now. Love okay. this episode. Love this episode. Awesome. <laughs> it's great to have you guys. Great to have you too. Yeah, it's great speaking with you. Thanks for inviting us. No problem. All right, we'll see you later. We'll talk to you later. All right, have a great one. You, you as well. Bye. Bye, Casper with the H. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> Previously on several episodes ago. That's funny. Oh my gosh. I mean, nobody got hurt. That's all that matters. But, jeez. That's hilarious. That was like 100% sure that that was a door. (laughs) how's your week been hmm my week has been pretty good I actually had a pretty good week um there was one thing that it was getting ready to take a sour turn but I stopped it by canceling my meeting with a certain place that I don't like located in downtown Boston and I told myself I was like Casper you are not going to let the last two weeks go down the drain you're, of this month you're going to go into June with the, with the best ex, you know the best rest of the month of possible you're going to try your hardest not to let anything ruining it ruin it I'm doing my hardest like I'm trying my hardest but let's just say everything started off pretty good on a rainy Monday early Monday I went to go teach and I got to meet with some new students and do an intake it was very successful I felt good about that it's very rewarding when things go well the first time you do it Especially if you're not used to everything going well the first time you do it. Because usually something happens and ruins it. And then you gotta do it again. But this time it went well. And I'm like, oh yeah, that's great. And then... After that meeting on Monday, I went to a chapter meeting. And I was elected the secretary for it. And I got a membership point. It's cool. I like that, but let's see how long that lasts. Meanwhile, 
because uh, many people have been elected secretary several times throughout that chapter's existence and nobody has done really well or it just hasn't worked out for them so I don't know let's see how long it'll last for me um, but yeah then Tuesday came along I forgot what did I do oh yeah I had Chick-fil-A for the first time on Tuesday I know where where have I been <laughs> but you know Chick-fil-A they don't have them in Boston I had to go out of Boston to get it and it was fucking awesome I had this key lime milkshake it was awesome it was so good it was like you know kiwi and lime and it was a shake it was super good and I had their crispy chicken burger with the um, nuggets and the honey mustard sauce with the french fries it was fucking awesome <laughs> Ah, man, it was just amazing. And their handmade lemonade. Marvelous. Um, and then Wednesday. Yeah, typical Wednesday. And then I had, you know, I met with some people. Did some more teaching. Thursday. Oh. Yeah. Thursday was indeed a very interesting day. I went out to this place called Raising Cane's. Which is also another version of Chick-fil-A, but Chick-fil-A is still better. Um, <laughs> but it was just good. Raising Cane's was just absolutely delicious. Um, I like my lemonade. Nice and icy and cold. Um, yeah, and then today, Friday, I had my slide, my presentation of teaching photography to the blind and visually impaired basically it was not about me it was about the students that did this I wanted to show off their work and I wanted to show them off to the public because that was my promise I told them a year ago that once I collected enough of their artwork their photography and I find a venue to show them off at that's what was going to happen yes it took a long time but at least I didn't fail at it I stuck to my word, and that was it. I was working behind the scenes on it, and it was very successful. Everything down from the coffee to the freaking, like, seating arrangement, all of that was marvelously done. So, and here I am today, right now, chilling here doing a podcast with Momo Bites. How about you? My week went pretty well. Wednesday, I finally got rid of some stress, mm-hmm. and I dropped a client that was just really stressing me out and frustrating me. Mm-hmm. I know it cut my hours at work, so my paycheck is looking pretty weak. Ah, <laughs> uh, damn. But... I'm fine with that because I'm just I'm not stressing out no more. I'm graduating in two weeks. Ooh, really ooh. happy about that. Yes, Lord. I what need day? to get out of there. What day? Thursday. Thursday, what day? 30th. Oh fuck. <laughs> I'm gonna be in <laughs> Michigan. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna have to celebrate after that, like on the Pride weekend when, when I'm back. Yeah. 
I'm gonna celebrate and we're gonna buy you like a gay ass drink that's gonna taste so good <laughs> let's do it you know Les L-E-S L-E-Z <laughs> let's do it <laughs> so corny <laughs> it's corny it's so corny it's funny <laughs> let's do uh, it <laughs> Guys, I tend to laugh at really stupid shit like that. Um, yeah, my sense of humor is that weird and strange. And yeah, a lot of things can corny make me laugh. <laughs> corny <laughs> shit that let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> Another corny thing that had me laughing throughout the week was this meme I found. Um, it said someone is going, oh. I'm excited for camping weekend. And then underneath it, it said, 270 mosquitoes like your post. <laughs> you get it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that means you're about to get bit the fuck up. Some mosquitoes are watching you. <laughs> they wait for your ass to come out too. You know they not to get you too. <laughs> no, they not. I'm staying away from all that junk. <laughs> Hell no. Nah. My ass is gonna be indoor as much as possible. Mm-hmm. I don't. Mm. I don't do outside. I'm good. I'm good on that. But damn, you're graduating on the day I get to that. I'm gonna be in Michigan. Fuck. Ah, oh, damn. But yes, we're gonna celebrate on Pride Weekend. You know, we're going to have a good time. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yep, we certainly are. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, it's kind of crazy. You know, that kind of shit. You know, the week went well. You know, I guess, would you say it went well for both of us? <laughs> kind yeah. of. Yeah. Because I had a feeling that if I went to that meeting, I would have put myself in a bad mood. And I clearly have the ability to get myself out of that bad turnout. So I I, I was like, you know, what? I'm going to save myself from it. Don't go to it. Cancel it. I can cancel it. And I did. And that's just how it turned out. So, yeah. That's what happened. And I was able to enjoy the week. Now, could I get out of... No, it's not that I run away from certain things. It was something that wasn't even necessary to happen. You know? So, why would I waste my time doing that? No thanks. I'm totally all set with that. So... <laughs> I decided avoid it. Just go ahead and have a you know have the week you deserve. You know, the last you know, only thing I didn't want to do. I just didn't want to worry about everything stuff. It's there's a lot of things you don't need to waste any time stressing out over. You know what I mean? In this upcoming weekend, I'm going to just chill. I'm going to just be chilling like a villain this weekend. Um. 
Oh shit. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. I just saw something weird. Chilling on the weekend and then allowing the next week to hopefully be just as good. And I'm just like counting down the days. Cause I'm I'm excited about this concert that I'm going to. I'm gonna go see my favorite musician. Um and I never thought I would get to do that. But I think I deserve it. It's definitely something I think would be good to have. Like the opportunity to go do. <laughs> Dope. It's just dope. Keep up the good work. I'm paying attention. I'm watching. Hey, thank you so much for your message. I love your podcast. Um, I definitely favorite your podcast. Um, please feel free to check out mine and hit the favorite button if you like what you hear. Um, thanks again. I love what you're doing on Anchor. Hi. Hi, Casper. Hi. (laughs) I have to introduce myself to you, which I'm so happy to do. I'm Jay Siobhan. I just found you in an interview with Coupon Queen Pen. And I have to say, I loved you guys' interview. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the segment about being unapologetically you. And that should be a book. That you should write or a topic of your next podcast about being unapologetically you. Okay. And why apologize for being you when you're, when you yourself is so inspiring, so extraordinary. You have an extraordinary life and you're striving and it's such a blessing. And I just would love to work with you one day, you know, which would be up to you, but I would love to work with you one day. I love your spirit. So I'm wishing you love, showing you love, blessings and much more success. Okay. And you have another listener. I'm here and I'm happy to be with all of them. If you are interested in sharing a story or any feedback or whatever on whatever you just heard, um, either recently or like um, hundreds of episodes ago, you can send me an email to casu305 at outlook.com. And I'll say it again casu305 at outlook.com.